0: Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, Master John, Lord Bala, Johnny Hotcakes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yay, me. Yay, <laughs> me. This is I, Johnny Hotcakes, Lord Balor, Master John. What are we doing?
0: What are we doing? A podcast. <laughs> We're doing a podcast, <laughs> yeah. John. Yeah. So, tonight we're going to get down to some nitty gritty.
1: Right. We talked about limits.
0: Limits. Hard.
1: Soft. Now we're we're going to talk about respecting. Flaccid. Respecting boundaries.
0: Okay, not, di- not dicks.
1: Just soft heart.
0: <laughs> limits. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I just threw in flaccid there. I thought it was fun. Okay. It was fun. All right. Sexuality. Yeah. This is from is not an apology.com.
1: The body is not an apology.
0: Oh, the body is not an apology. <laughs> I thought it was like, there's no apology necessary.
1: <laughs> right. No apology. Zero fucks given. Zero fucks.
0: All right. Sexuality. Abuse happens everywhere. Eight questions to ask about respecting BDSM boundaries. What was the last thing I abused?
1: Hmm. Our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) My feelings. (laughs) You're so bad.
0: All right. Okay, let's see. So, this is written by Jamie Grant. And, um, you know, everybody has heard in the lifestyle about abuse. They have, um, they've seen it in some form or fashion. And so I think we just genie jumped to it. Right. Yeah.
1: We talked about limits We did th- for this reason. We did. You know, you, it, you have to set healthy boundaries. Yes. And then you have to respect them. You do. And here's some ways to, to know, if those boundaries are being respected. Okay. So, number one, how do they talk about past BDSM relationships? Good signs. They are self reflective and self critical about their prior experiences and relationships. They remain curious, open, and thoughtful. Mm. Bad signs. They're of the belief that their exes are all crazy. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm not doing so good so far. <laughs> not
0: doing good, but you know, aside from being on the microphone, you've said, "Oh, well, you know, it's everything's a learning experience." And
1: yeah, we you talk know, about it. You know, we we, we joke talk about how everybody, all maxes <laughs> are crazy. We have said that.
0: <laughs> but, well, they were, you know, clinically and you yeah, know yeah. diagnosed. <laughs>
1: They, they were technically the, technically they were <laughs> but all right. you know we do we talk about a lot you know i talk about how i still care about all of them and you know how i wish things were different and we do talk about the mistakes i made and all those things yeah. we just don't do it on the podcast
0: exactly
1: we don't need to get all touchy feely. Right? Damn. Just gonna do that. You go in the bedroom and touch yourself.
0: Yeah. With your five fingers. Yeah. And Rosie palma. I'm
1: gonna use ten fingers on mine. <laughs>
0: You're too fast. Gonna
1: hold it with two hands.
0: (laughs) Pump and up.
1: (laughs) They don't take any accountability for anything they may have done and instead describe themselves as victimized. They have no self-analysis or critique of themselves in difficult situations.
0: Oh, that's not you. Well. That's not you. No. No.
1: No, no. But we do. We have a lot. We, We have a lot of people that we know that play victim a lot. And we just look back and say, yeah, you know, some bad things happened, but you did have a role in it."
0: Because you're fucking crazy! (laughs) (laughs) Bella agrees. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, when I light myself on fire, I... I self-reflect yes. and I critique myself and say, you know, I shouldn't have lit myself on fire. That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> How can I do better next time? So so what do I do? Instead of lighting myself on fire, mm-hmm. I hit myself in the face with a whip. Yes. And then I think to myself, and like, wow, that was a bad idea too. And I grow. <laughs> I'm going to stab myself one you day. You hope to
0: grow hair right.
1: that I, you burn off yourself.
0: I do hope to grow hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay number two is it really okay for you to set limits why would you set limits i don't no know no reason for
1: limits so, no just do whatever you want
0: that's right so good signs they are excited when you use a safe word never disappointed they recognize that you invoking a safe word is not about them their abilities, or their desires. It's about your needs and your wants, and it is greeted as a positive development.
1: You know, there's been a lot of times where I've had somebody use their safe word. Yeah. And my first, the first thing I say to them is thank you. Yeah. Thank you for using your safe word. Thank you for letting me know. Thank you for not pushing yourself past where you didn't want to go because I don't know unless you tell me. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. If they're if they're getting upset because you're using a safe word or they you say the safe word and they don't stop. Yeah. That's more than a red flag. That, you know, that's get the fuck out.
0: When we're doing torture Thursdays, we've caught ourselves, you know We always say, hey, you need to verbalize, you know, we're going to check on you, whatever. But sometimes, you know, you're in that heat of the moment. And if they're not vocalizing things, you know, you have to pay really close attention. Right. And, you know, sometimes we're not perfect about that. No one proclaims to be perfect
1: with this. And Torture Thursday is really nice because there's more people in there.
0: Exactly. So
1: we're watching too. Exactly. So we can help catch. Because it does. You get into a moment. You get into a moment. Uh Yeah. So. You get
0: in that dom space and that sub space. And but it's when like, you're just
1: playing one-on-one with somebody, there's nobody there to, there's no safety. No. There's safety. There's no um, safety monitor. There's nobody yeah. there to, to have your back. If, if things start to go too far, you need to really be aware of what's happening. All right. Absolutely. What are the bad signs?
0: The bad signs are. The opposite. Oh, well, that, that explains <laughs> cool it. <finger> okay, <laughs> that explains it all. <laughs> so, when you say a positive thing, or excuse me, when you say your your safe word, it is a positive thing. Well, it would be a bad thing if it were you know bad signs would be the opposite. Right. Um, you are subtly or not so subtly pushed to perform acts that you don't really like and are discouraged from declining or using a safe word as part of your BDSM growth or training. Abusive bottoms may suggest that you're not a good top. If you don't like certain practices or don't feel comfortable taking steps or activities to a certain level, abusive tops may do the same. It's interesting how they throw in the abusive bottoms. I'm
1: really glad that they did. Yeah, because we that's don't talk great. about that a lot. We, a lot. Of we do not. We talk about the dom is abusive or the top is abusive because it making yeah. them do these things. But there's a lot of there's a lot of different types of abuse, a lot of types of manipulation in the bottom. Can do it just as easily as absolutely. the top. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. You know how many times we've been in the dungeon, and they're just like, "Well, why didn't you do this?" I mean, after the scene,
1: right?
0: Why didn't you push my limits? Why didn't you do this? I told you to do this, right? You know, it's it's shitty. And it's and like
1: we talked about too. The top needs to have limits too. Absolutely, and the bottom needs to understand what those limits are. Yeah, and not make fun of them or or patronize them or in we've
0: heard people do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, you know, <clears throat> we've heard people say, well, you're a fake dog. That's not okay. No. Just because you don't like what happened or you, you're you upset because they broke up with you or whatever it is, it's not okay to say, well, you're a fake dog or you don't know what you're doing. did doesn't have anything to do with it. And that's a, that can be abusive, too.
0: Very much you so. You
1: know, any time that you say something that is going to damage someone, the top or the bottom, That's abusive.
0: Very true. (laughs) All right, John.
1: Okay, number three. Are your limits really respected? Are they really good signs? A great BDSM partner will listen to where your edges are and what you want to explore and find ways to carry you into that territory from whatever position they are in. Whether top, bottom, or switch, they will have heard all the ways you've talked about why this edge is interesting and possibly scary or difficult. They will play with that edge and really, really take you in. On the other side of the action, whether it has gone well or whether you've decided this is not an edge you want to play with ever again, you will feel respected, loved, and cared for. Bad signs. A dangerous BDSM player is more likely to take you to this edge prematurely, to prove them something about themselves. And once there, they may play out a set of acts or rituals that have worked for them before, resulting in not being fully present to you or your experience. You will have a feeling that something's off, but perhaps be unable to put your finger on it because there's been lots of negotiation. You end up thinking the problem is you. Hmm. And we talked about this before. Yeah. Every relationship, every dynamic is different. If you're trying to do with this person what you did with somebody else, just, well, I've done it before. We can do this. Wrong answer. It doesn't have any. Whatever you did before with somebody else has zero to do with the person you're playing with. Now.
0: Absolutely. Huh? It had nothing to do with it.
1: Right. It's a brand new dynamic. You start over from scratch.
0: Absolutely. Everyone's different. So, are they undermining your self-confidence? My great Dom did this by first being obsessively hot for my body and then finding everything wrong with it and withdrawing sexually. He later found lots of wrong with how I socialized. He shut me out of his social life, disrespected me in public more than once and caused me to make myself smaller, smaller and smallest. Wow.
1: Yeah, and that can, it doesn't have to come from the dom. No. Like we said, when a sub is calling you a fake dom or saying all kinds of things about how you're not doing it right, instead of having those conversations and saying... The best conversation is to, to do a recap after the scene. Hey, I really like this. I didn't like this so much. Can we adjust and try something else mm-hmm. next time? Not... Wow, you're wow, you just really suck at this. You know that's not helpful.
0: No, or you look really fat in
1: those ropes now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, that's what they want. <laughs> so do they privilege DOMs and think of bombs as less than or weak? good signs, they have reverence for your service, they perform appreciative and thoughtful actions in the wake of your spectacular submission yeah, being a dom doesn't mean that you're even if they're your slave that you don't care about them and you never do anything for them you know, of course you're still going to do things for them, like we talked about on yesterday's episode, there's still a person at the other end of this, we're doing a scene we're doing a role play And when that scene and that role play is over, there's still a person there. So you're still going to take care of the person, you know, with yours. You make him dinner every night before he goes to work. You know, you do things for him. He does things for you.
0: Absolutely. So, bad signs, John?
1: Bad signs. There's a lack of acknowledgement of their submissive gifts. The person moves on from elaborate displays or events you've arranged as their as their bottom without comment or appreciation you find commentary about bottoms within a circle of tops that is degrading and not in the consensual loving ways of degradation that have been carefully negotiated yeah so I think I think subs a lot a lot of times think that this happens more than maybe it does and it does happen but to me being a good dom my sub is not less than I am a lot of times my sub to me is doing a lot more than I'm doing and is a lot stronger than I am because I can't do what they're doing for me. You know, I can't take a lot of impact pain. play. I can't take a lot of pain. It's not what, it's not my thing. I can give it, but I can't take it. So to me, when I'm giving that to someone and they're taking it and they're enjoying it, I have a lot of respect for what they're doing. Hmm. Hmm. but do you I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay I do I, I watch in awe sometimes some of the things that people can take or the things that they do not because that's I want to do it just yeah. because wow that's a lot yeah. yeah
0: okay so do they withdraw or stonewall when things go or don't go their way and say they just need space what do you think?
1: Well, I've said I needed space before, but not for that reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are you basically being trained never to raise hard issues because you're rewarded with closeness when you don't raise anything and abandon your confusion and pain when you do? Do you never get back around to the hard issues? Is there not enough space in the world?
1: So this is what the, what the, they're talking about is conflict avoidance or non-confrontation.
0: Look at you. Right. Big words. And
1: that doesn't have anything to do with BDSM. That's, that has to do with them as a person.
0: Yes. So are they constant with loyalty tests?
1: Oh, I hate loyalty tests.
0: Don't I hate that bullshit. I truly hate that shit. You know shit. what?
1: The loyalty tests and all that just tells me my partner is not It's com-
0: questioning everything. I'm
1: not comfortable in the situation. They, they, they—they're not confident in themselves. No. So they're always looking to see if you do you really love me? Do you really care about me? If I didn't really love you and care about you, I wouldn't be here.
0: Or how about when they ask your friends? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you think she really likes me? You know why why is she brushing me aside? Why does she spend more time with you than me?
1: Yeah, you know. And my thing has always been, in BDSM, outside BDSM, don't bring other people into the relationship. Oh, my God. We saw that so, so, so far often with everything. Right. We see it all the time. All the time. Don't bring people in. Because you're going to have, you're going to have disagreements sometimes. And you're not going to get along sometimes. And that's okay. That's normal. That's healthy. What's not healthy is going around and telling everybody about it. And now you got all these people looking at your partner like they're just the scum of the earth you go home and you work it out everything's fine but all these people over here still think that they're the scum of the earth and it's just you bring people into your relationship and that it's just the first step into destroying it
0: absolutely (laughs) so
1: alright what is the loyalty test? yeah oh is this my turn?
0: yeah
1: oh okay (laughs) Are there constant loyalty tests? Abusers count on the on your isolation. If you are loyal, all your disagreements are private. Well, I just said that, but yeah, disagreement you they don't have to be private, but you're not bringing people into your fights. Huh? No, you know, you don't talk to your friends about them. Loyalty means you will never call them on their abusiveness because they are uh, choose any that apply. Survivor gender queer person target of police violence target of fat phobia living with a disability feminist activist target because of their wealth person living in poverty wow this is okay
0: it goes <laughs> Radical on and, on and on.
1: religious person loyalty <clears throat> means that you will not question their parenting their expenditures of family resources or how they spend their time loyalty means you will not express fear of their driving loyalty means silence okay this is the opposite of what we just said and it sounds like this is someone who is struggling
0: very much so yeah yeah
1: loyalty to me means I know that at the end of the day when I come home we're together you know we go out and with BDSM a lot of times I'll, I'll go out and do a scene with somebody else my partner will go do a scene with somebody else and it's fine there's no jealousy yeah Because I'm confident in our relationship. Absolutely. That's what loyalty means to me. We're not going to lie to each other. We're not going to go out and do something behind each other's backs. We're going to be upfront and honest about it. We don't have to constantly check in and say, hey, do you still love me? Hey, are you doing? It's not about control. The only way to really love somebody is to let them be free to be who they are. That's right Not not control And she's she's saying That not being able to bring people into your disagreements You have to be able to have disagreements with your partner Without bringing the whole world into it Very true Yeah So I don't agree with, with her statements here
0: mm, And we don't agree with a lot of things Sometimes that we, we talk about You know
1: why we, we don't agree with people? Yeah Because they're wrong and we're right <laughs>
0: <laughs> and their are fake because we not. chick ass. <laughs> <laughs> so number eight do they lie do they lie to themselves to others then they can count on it that they are lying to you hmm. true it is so true when caught in a lie do they turn it into an indictment of you your neediness your snooping into their business your lack of boundaries your low self-esteem do they stonewall and punish you for catching them in lies Hmm, as Adrienne Rich said so clearly in the 70s, being lied to by someone we love makes us a little crazy. Over time, it causes us to question and lose faith in ourselves and our relationship. So, any partner in any community who finds your friends problematic, not political enough, not BDSM savvy, no fun to hang out with, is a danger to you, period.
1: Hmm, that's true.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. If, if your partner finds your friends problematic, you're with the wrong partner. You're
0: definitely with the wrong partner.
1: If they're jealous of your friends, if they're saying that you your friend. Your friends are ruining our relationship. No. Those are my friends. They were here before you got here. They're part of who I am. Yeah. Your friends are part of who you are. Our friends don't have to like each other. You don't have to like my all of my friends. You're not going to get along with all of my friends. I'm not going to get along with all of your friends. Sure. That's okay, because our friendship's separate than all of those friendships. Our relationship with our partners are separate. We can bring our friends in and the ones that they like. Great we we'll hang out with them. The ones you don't—that's great too. I'll hang out with them without you. Yeah, it's fine.
0: The biggest thing is lying and being loyal, and and having uh, good communication and all of this. And that's really, you know, I know this article kind of breaks apart all of that, and it brings. Yeah, we up
1: skipped a lot of it, in this real, the article as I'm reading. Yeah, it's about her breakup with somebody who was abusive. So it's it's very. It's colored.
0: It is very colored. Oh, that's More. a good way to put that.
1: Yeah, she she's got her opinions. Hmm, absolutely. It, but she does have some good points in here.
0: Very good points. Yeah. yeah. But it boils down to eight questions to ask about respecting BDSM boundaries, right. and that's something that you know we we touched on on Monday's episode, which were hard limits, soft limits.
1: Right. We set boundaries so we that do. we so that we don't become a, abused. Yeah. Or become abusive.
0: Abusive, yeah.
1: Yeah. We set the limits. And if the person doesn't respect the limits, it's time to go.
0: Yes. And, you know, I say this all the time, and I say this to, to new doms in the lifestyle. When they're coming in the lifestyle and they're getting ready to do a scene, always be humble. You know, in life, always be humble in everything that you do. Right. You know, you don't have all the answers. You can't do everything to the best of everyone. You know, you're not the greatest at everything. Yeah. You know, and there's always something to learn.
1: Yeah. Don't be arrogant. You know? We've seen doms a lot of times.
0: All the time.
1: Well, I'm the best. I do this. <laughs> I've been doing it for this many years, and I got people lining up, so I'm I'm great at this. How
0: about the rigors and we see, too? just treat
1: people like shit. Holy moly. They just yeah. treat them horribly.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've seen all sorts of people in this in this lifestyle that act the way they do.
1: Right. Well there's assholes everywhere.
0: There are in everything that we do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's assholes at the grocery store. Yes, there's, yes. There's yes. assholes on the that you call driving. Them. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> you call people on the helpline for your computer. Those mm. guys are dicks. Did you turn it on and off? Is it plugged in? Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, so did you learn something really interesting about the article?
1: You know, it's it's the stuff we say all the time. It, it does put a lot of things in perspective, though. Yeah, Yeah. So we want to make sure that no matter what our role in the relationship is, we're respectful with our partner, we're grateful for our partner, we're humble with our partner, and we're the only way anything will ever work is if we're genuine with ourselves first and then genuine with our partner.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, well, shall we? Shall we? Yeah. Okay, I suppose. Until next time, make all your respect me, you motherfucker fantasies, become realities. <laughs>